Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to find out how Moana took the top of the box office this Thanksgiving Day weekend. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Uh, 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 Box Office Breakdown. I was going to say, what if she swept the competition away? Oh, I nice. want to. Unlike puns, Ooh. are so easy with that. Or had a luau with those fantastic beasts. Ah, <laughs> uh, that works. Uh, sure. Okay, guys, let's. Uh, let's uh, we're gonna go back. <laughs> Sorry, your pun's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. This is, of course, the show that you know and love. It means every Monday night here at uh, ten o'clock, we prognosticate. That's right about the yes, box office ahead, and also chat a little bit about the box office that we just experienced. Yes. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And we have the chat going, so thank you so much for chatting with us. And if you're watching this later, comment down below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And you can stalk me on Twitter and Instagram at DJ Richie Sky. Look at that, folks. Yes, as Carrie's mm-hmm. mentioned there, you can uh, hop in the chat. We'd love to hear that. You can also like us on Facebook. Give us mm-hmm. those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the YouTube channel as well. Thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. We'll be talking about all the, all things movies for the next mm-hmm. uh, for, our, for a little bit of time together. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think everybody, of course, the, the big thing, it's the holiday weekend. Uh, Richie Sky was on a media fast. Mm-hmm. He's gotten off that, and yeah. hopefully it turned into a media oh, yeah. binge. So Richie Sky And, and? Okay, so let me tell you something. Oh, oh here we go. Right. Oh. Okay. Let's do it. I'm listening. Okay. I did see Doctor Strange. Yes. I was perturbed because... I could not find Inferno. It was already out of the box. Uh, I could not find it. I could not find it anywhere near me, and I wasn't going to travel outside the area. So, So, all right. So, how far would you have traveled to go see Inferno? What what do you consider your area? I would have went to the Grove. <laughs> you would have gone to the Grove if it had been there, or is that too far? No, I'm saying I would have. Okay. I would have gone there, but I don't think I would have gone past that. Okay, you would have gone down to Century City or something. Well, like I think that's maybe minutes? like 20, 25 minutes from me. Okay, see, we also got to clarify, guys. Per LA, you don't talk in miles; you talk in minutes. Right. Because something that's five miles can take you twenty minutes. That's true. So, exactly. and deciding if you have to go over okay. over the hill or not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going below the ten. No? Nah, okay. <laughs> that's just like, um, that's so okay. far. I have driven up to 30 miles for a movie before. I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess this is a But I made a day a, out of it. Like, it was a, you know, part of the experience. A very a limited release foreign film that you went and saw. <laughs> I'm just going to guess. Yes. It was a Bollywood film, and they don't have many theaters that play them. The Lemley here does, so it's nice. But no, I went down to Orange County and... OC. Yeah. Oh, nice. And so yes. you said you made a whole day out of it. So what? How so does then Carrie- I went out to eat, and I love that I went to an Indian restaurant, and they just kind of look at me like, are you lost? I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be here for this. <laughs> and at the movie theater, I was one of like only non-Indian people there, but I'm like, no, I want to see this movie. Oh, all right. And it's a really good movie. Or I've done, I've done it where if you're in that area. Yeah. Have you done that? Okay. Yeah, if I'm yeah. in the area. Okay. But I'm never in that area. Yeah. You're, you're never in that area. <laughs> yeah, that area of Inferno. Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> Well, as Media Shack says, it's still playing in China, Richie Sky. So hop oh, on I'll just hop on flight. Yeah, I'll meet you there, Media Shock. All I'll right. Meet you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, of course, folks, we always do the box office bet uh, here on Box Office Breakdown. Uh, last week's subject, <laughs> thanks to your kind votes, was Bad Santa Two. Uh, so we're going to talk about this right off the top because it did not make the top five in the box office. Uh, our bets here, uh, Richie Sky, did it make? Did it make eighteen anything? million. 
Carrie had twenty million. I had fifteen, and I was sweating bullets. Uh, <laughs> thinking like, oh man, am I, did I make the Ugh. wrong move? It made uh, a little over six million dollars. Out. I was so, excited to read the reviews, and they didn't get really good reviews. I have not heard good stuff about it. Yeah. That's a shame. Sometimes he can't go back and uh, recapture the magic of the first. I mean, well, you know what? It had magic in the first. <laughs> <laughs> we will no, hear. I, I, I remember I liked the first one. It was okay. Like, I didn't love it. Yeah. I don't remember loving it. I don't remember hating it. I was just like, yeah, it was, it was fine. Uh And the second one, the trailer didn't look atrocious, but I know I wasn't like, I'm going to go see it. So now I kind of have to, but I'm going to wait for the cheapy theater on that one. Oh, all right. So Carrie Lane, uh, I guess <sighs> soon, oh, which I think well, is sooner rather than later, it's going to make its way to the cheapy theater. So we'll I be hearing bet. Carrie's thoughts about Bad Santa 2 hmm. I can't very wait. soon. Uh, yeah, in fact, uh, folks, as usual, we like to reach out to the chat to be able to find out what film we're going to be doing the box office bet on. Uh, this week, we don't have to worry about that because there's only one major release this week. Uh, so we'll get to that in a little bit. So pretty much the box <laughs> office bet has pretty much been locked in for what we're going to be betting yeah. on this week. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, folks, let's go over the past week's box office over this Thanksgiving yes, holiday weekend yes. there. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of great films in the theaters to see. Uh, but coming at number one, no surprise for Carrie Lane because she predicted this it. right here. Moana from Disney. Yeah. Uh, did anybody see 55.5. I, I saw it on Thanksgiving. How was it? Because my parents turned in at like 5 o'clock. I'm like, it's so early. <laughs> what can I, I need do? to do something. Uh, I liked it a lot. It's yeah. very fun. Good songs. Funny. Um, good. Uh, I like that it's an active princess. And she even has a line like, I'm not a princess. Because someone's like, oh, okay, princess. And she's like, I'm not a princess. Um, she's the chief's daughter. But, yes, it's like Pocahontas. It's like, Bleh. But, yeah. Um, that she's, yeah, I like that she's so physically active as well mm-hmm. like Merida and Brave has that a little bit and so I like that this had another like I'm just not a dainty little girl who's like you know needs rescuing uh, not that I don't mind those stories too but I like this girl was very you know like I, uh, proactive too of like mm-hmm. I'm going to do something and I'm going to save my people and um, you know the standard follow your heart and yeah uh, beautiful absolutely beautiful like I had read something, so something kind of cool. So I was at a long car ride after seeing this the next day. So I was reading all the trivia on IMDb about this movie. I read a lot. Um, <laughs> the hand draw, the drawings on uh, the the uh, Maui, Maui. Thank you. I was. I'm like Dwayne the Rock. What should I call him? <laughs> uh, on Maui, are hand drawn, um, but it's computer animated, and they had thought to maybe do this uh, hand drawn, but. They felt the technology wasn't the quite right, and they felt the ocean looked better having that digital, to have mm. more of that fluid, mm-hmm. more in more ways than one. Uh, so that was kind of cool to read about, that the tattoos were like that. Uh, it had more than one director, and they put themselves in the movie, and they're the pig and the rooster. So that's really funny. And if you look at the pictures, you can kind of guess who it is. Uh, what else? Uh, it is. It also is a cast, we've talked about this before with Kubo, uh, is a cast where... And the actual voices in the film are people who have island uh, descent as well. Different regions, of course. But uh, So that's kind of cool, because we talked about the Kubo, how some of the voice actors were like white people, and they're voicing Japanese things. So with Moana, it was cool that the people who did the voices actually are of mm. some of the... It wasn't... It is specific, but not. Because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like, this is Polynesia. I think it's more Polynesian than some of the other islands. But like they reference... Um, Samoa, uh, New Zealand, Tahiti, 
McCoy like in their research. Oh, nice! Because so, anyway, Alan it's really fun, very, and yes, he's, uh, he's various voices. He's very, he's very popular. Okay, he's one. I meant the main characters, <laughs> yeah, like the main actress. She is Hawaiian descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson is. Uh, he is Samoan, I think. Yeah, it's it's yes. always oh, half. He's oh, what is it? It's, I it's up, Samoan. Yes, no, but his father is like black Siberian or something like that. That you're like, what? Uh, I've it's on his IMDb. People, I forget what it is, but it was interesting that he's the two of them together. It's a very interesting mix, uh, and then some of the other subsequent characters are so. Overall, I totally recommend it. Good for families, good for kids, and uh, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine's daughter, uh, his wife works at Disney and uh, just doing a lot of line producing for the mm-hmm. film. And the voice of the uh, the, the, the female oh. character, she was the, uh, the little girl. Mm. Oh, cool! Yeah. She's also the youngest voice princess. Uh, voice actor to do it. She was 14 when they started, and uh, now it's she's 16. So she was the youngest person to play a princess. Like in real life, she was the youngest voice actress to play a princess. Wow, which is really interesting. So mm. it's a movie I, I definitely yes. want to check out. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. a lot of people have been talking about the Lin, uh, Lin Manuel uh, music in there. How how was the songs? I like the songs. Sorry, I was reading the chat. Uh, yeah, something interesting that some people have talked about. Like, is it comparatively to uh, Frozen and Zootopia? They're all so different, guys. So different. Because, I mean, this is, like, adventure story with, like, the princess, essentially. Zootopia is, like, uh, stuff with racism. And then Frozen's a little bit more of, like, sisters. So it's different things. I enjoyed the music. I uh, The songs were very fun and catchy or very beautiful. And uh, I liked some of the ones that were in a foreign language as well. And you just kind of, like, enjoy the feel. And it makes you, like, feel like you went on the trip with them. Oh, very yes. nice. Uh, cool. So, okay, so everybody, uh, Carrie Lane. I recommend it. It was very fun. <laughs> very fun and adorable, and just like go, like, adult or kid, you can still enjoy it, I think. For the young and young at heart, yes. Carrie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's also like family, it's also uh, friendship, and maybe, uh, oh, there's, oh, who is it? There's another good voice in it, too. Um, totally blanking on his name, but he's part of Fly of the Concords. Anybody chime in? Uh, oh, uh, Jermaine Clement. Clement. Yes, thank you. Uh, he's uh, New Zealand, and he's half Aboriginal descent, I think, as well. And uh, he plays a very fun character in that movie and has a really fun song. Now, oh, wait, that's the other thing. Say all the way through the credits. There's a very funny thing at the very, very end, and I forget who it was. Somebody on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere posted, like, hey, stay to the end. And so I sat there, and there's very most people left, but there's, like, one short little scene, and uh, the movie does a really good job, too, of making, like, jokes... Like inside Disney jokes, which we all love if you watch Disney movies. So, anyway, I know that's a little long-winded, but hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> well, mm. What I have liked about the, the Disney films of late, if they've kind of uh, avoided the romantic kind of tension between the leads, this was. Uh, and for oh, right, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, just two people that could be friends, but there's yes. no none of that romantic mm. tension. And the same thing with like Frozen was more yeah. fo- focused on the sisters yes. and the relationship. Uh, you know, Big Hero Six, just a bunch of people hanging yeah. out. So it's kind of nice to see some where it doesn't fall into the. More the cliche dynamic of some Disney pictures of, of old. Well, it's one of those, like, who doesn't love good romance? But it's like, can't our characters just be friends and be platonic yeah. and they're not trying to hook up or anything? It's just, like, helping each other. And the mythology of it is really cool, too, if you have no idea about any of that. So it's kind of fun how they tell you the stories. So. Yeah, so not every story has and to have a romance. Lin-Manuel uh, with Hamilton, as most people know now, is did a lot of the music with it and sang in it, and it's so good. So another reason really? I like the movie. Mm. That's, uh, oh, here we go. Oh, uh, what was at Drew. the very end? I'm sorry, I can't tell you because it was. Uh, Twitter message me and I'll reply somehow. 
because uh, it, it's a fun little surprise. Oh, all right. Uh, coming in, number two, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them from Warner Brothers, another $45.1 million to its coffers there. I think this is going to be next on my list. Okay. Yeah? I think so. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I and uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess it's got, it has some legs. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. No, we talked about it last week. I knew that would stay around for a while, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I thought last time. I'm like, well, seventy and then half forty-five. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. Okay. I mean, so yeah. I, I might be satisfied then. Yeah, it's uh, visually it great. Uh, it's a different feel than the other Harry Potter films. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's but so in cool. terms of, like action, I feel like the kind of ac- it's yeah, it's but it's like it's not uh, like the action of Doctor Strange different than the different action, action from. Uh, oh, yeah. I have some thoughts about Doctor Strange. Oh, which, in fact, why don't we jump into those right <laughs> Yay, now? Because I mean, number us. three at the box office, Doctor Strange with another thirteen point three million dollars to its total. And I left this movie wanting more. Oh. As Maybe like, built it I up? just felt like I, I, I wasn't satisfied with it for some reason. Okay. Because you feel like it was just like another piece in the big overall plot? No, I feel like they flew through so much of that beginning so fast with um. him, like, you know, going through everything that he went through mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. finding, you know, the place, you know, to get healed yeah. and all that stuff like that. I just felt like it was. It was so fast, like there was no real like storytelling with it. I mean, mm. I didn't feel for him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I did not feel for his character at all. Actually, no, no. He's he, kind of a jerk, though. So I but, don't know if you're supposed to really feel. But for him. here's the thing: like, was he really a jerk because of of he was just a jerk, or was he a jerk because of the accident? No, he was a pompous a hole before. Because I didn't really get that much of a pompous. No, because he didn't want to help people. He was like house. He's the same idea of like, does this? No, you know what? That is exactly right. He was like house. <laughs> yeah, just like that. But even still, I just didn't find like I'm, I'm. I found myself constantly comparing him to Tony Stark. Yes. Well, somebody and, pointed out they're the same he kind of time period. Just could not match up. Like. Okay, Tony Stark is charming, even though he's a jerk. I didn't feel yeah, strange this guy has, charming like, the same he was, way. There was zero charm for me. Zero. Well, just like House, he's that guy who's like, "Does this is this surgery going to be exciting for me career wise? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to bother saving someone's life. Like that's what I mean. Like that is part of who his character is. Of like, and then he just has the superiority over people. He's very much like House. I but like just, House, I'm like, you're not wrong, so I don't yeah, care. About I mine. just wanted more from the character. I okay. think, and I found that I liked him more as Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. But the, and the other thing that I didn't really like that I felt was kind of hmm. hokey was that damn cape. <gasps> I love it. Now listen, I, I get it. It, it, to, it. To me, it's very Marvel. Okay. It's a very Marvel way to to handle that. Okay. But there were at times when I was like, okay, really, really cape. It's so fun. <laughs> you didn't like the cape being sort of like Aladdin's uh, magic carpet. No, yeah. I did not like itself. that. You rather would just it been more now, tr- like true to the comic and been just the cape. I hope mm-hmm. this isn't like spoiling. It, but I'm, it's been out for long enough. But um, I just feel like when he comes across it, yeah. that felt natural to me. Sure. That felt good. Okay. And there were elements of that that I felt like, okay, I can, I, I like this. Yes. But when it started to do those, when it, when it became when Aladdin's. When it was active? Yeah, like. Well, it's like a pet dog. And yeah, I think like carpet from Aladdin. Yeah, it yeah. was just like, what, what is this? Because to me, it distracted Does... from the action and the, and the, okay. and what was going on in the, in the film. And I get that they wanted the bits of like. You know, kind of comedy, but it kind of was borderline slapstick to me. Mm-hmm. 
Any, did, uh, did we talk about, does anybody here have read the comics? Like, is that what his uh, cloak does in the comics? And, no. Um, no. It's that, it's, it doesn't have a sentience to it there. It is just oh, a, okay. a cloak. Well, yeah. then that's an interesting choice that they gave it that. Yeah, it was. It was a different a different approach. When I saw that when they saw that scene where it happens in the movie, I was like, yeah. all right, interesting. Okay. Uh, kind of different take on so it. So too cheesy for you? That okay. part was. But otherwise, I mean, it was okay. visually fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not mind that aspect being introduced into the Marvel Universe. Okay. It felt natural to me. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Mordo's character arc? Did you did you like where it ended up? I felt I felt it, it didn't earn where it went to. I feel like they forced the it. The bad guy? Yeah. Or, oh. well, no, or uh, his, his, his buddy. I felt like that was so predictable. Baron Mordo? That was, like, wait, that was very was predictable yeah. for me. And mm. I was kind of like, Really? <laughs> In uh, my head, I was just like, are you serious? Yeah. Sorry, chat room says, uh, Ven- the Vengeance Knight says the cloak was sentient in the comics. But was it comedic? Not sen- to that degree, it was not. Okay. No. Okay. Not like that. No, I mean, it would, it, it'll float and stuff yeah. like that, yeah, in the comics, but it's it not... It had uh, its own, like, it, it wasn't... It didn't have a personality. It, it wasn't... I can't really just explain yeah. it, but it didn't do what it did in the movie. Or it's like holding him down. They're like, don't don't take the axe. Take this cool other kind of contraption to throw it at him instead. That was cool. Yeah. No, it yeah. was cool. It was a cool scene. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, just as like a Marvel geek, I just felt like that was like, okay. what are we doing here? Why, why do we do that? Mm. No, I, I just my, mm. what they did with the Eye of Agamotto, I was not a huge fan of. So oh, okay. I'm curious to see what they do with that going forward uh, mm-hmm. kind of tying it into a larger Marvel picture I feel like that was, I, like I a, like that aspect of it really because I feel like that's such a, a, a key piece to Doctor Strange that it is but I feel like they had to find a way to fit that piece into the you know what I'm saying like, yeah but okay. then I felt like that, then it became all about that piece you know and mm. then I felt like we didn't really get to see him be a real Sorcerer Supreme we just saw him just using that piece and just kind of manipulating uh, an aspect of Reality. It's only one movie, you know. Yeah, I know. Maybe there'll be more later. <laughs> if, oh, I, I hope. Will there be another Marvel movie, guys? I don't know. I'm scared. Don't know. I'm scared, guys. Well, how much his involvement is and how much he'll actually. Sky get is to do. correct. Doctor Strange isn't Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, or Hulk. Or Hulk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. You uh, know. Okay, uh, Serenity says, yeah, in the comics it's just attacks, uh, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't act like a pet. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It felt like a pet. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was funny and I liked it. <laughs> but I can see what you mean of it, maybe at times got too much, and if you, if you weren't digging it, it'd be like, alright. But I thought, I was super fun, I was yeah. long, I was long for that ride. But you know, otherwise, I, I did like the Easter eggs, the, yeah. uh, the other Easter eggs yes. at the... At the end, so I like the library and the librarian. Yeah, those scenes are super funny. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like the, yeah, the, the I thought they, were, they laid up such potential for where a second movie could go, and mm. I feel like then they just decided, nope, you know, we're just gonna <laughs> do, do, do something thing. in the credits, and then just kind of like I don't Did know. Did you say through the credits mm-hmm. at least for both things? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Guys, there's two things. In the Dr. second Strange. thing just made me the first thing excited me. Fair enough. Now, I, did you see Green Lantern? Yes. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like uh, very similar to what they did uh, during the credits of that that they did, with, uh, they did with Green Lantern. And I didn't like it then, and mm. I didn't like it in Doctor Strange either. Mm. Okay. So, uh, very frustrating. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in, though, at number four, we've got Brad Pitt's film, Allied, $13 million from Paramount Pictures. Listen, I, this isn't it? really my normal type oh. of movie, but I want to see it. Oh, okay. There's I'll something about it. it, I feel like, that makes me kind of intrigued by it. 
Yeah, man, I feel like still... I, I love a sexy thriller. Yeah, I just feel like this is one that's... I think we talked about this last week, that we're not crying to see it uh, no. at the theater. I'll, I'll wait till it comes to me. Right. Well, it's a 50-50. Either you're, she is or she isn't, and you're going to be satisfied one way or the other, or they better have a good at reasoning. Right. Because I'm just like, well... Eh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that interested. I'm like, meh. What are the stakes here? Yeah, that's what I mean. You're just like, I don't know if I care about these people. Mm-hmm. The fate of the free world, guys. Uh-huh. That's what the stakes are. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, over in the chat, we've got Sky Patterson, uh, number one Richie Sky fan, Doctor Strange, Namor, whoop, Iron whoop, Man, whoop. Black Bolt, Black Panther, Mr. Fantastic are part of the Illuminati, Marvel's other team of superheroes who have weird plans for other Avengers. Well, no, Green Lantern was garbage. I liked it. Oh, it's Alvin. fun. No, nah, it was garbage. It was garbage. Fun. Alvin, Alvin, I'm right with you on that movie. Disappointed me at <laughs> yeah, many, many right. levels. Garbage. Uh, oh, yeah. there you go. Uh, some people are surprised and not so surprised about Alan not making that much. You know, it's yeah. like, I, uh, I don't need other characters telling Hal Jordan that uh, he's great. It's like, Hal Jordan, you're a test pilot. You're supposed to be the man who, who overcomes his fear. Get along. I don't need everybody else building you up. That got irritating after a while. Okay, quick question about Ally not doing well. Do we feel Brad Pitt is still making quality movies that people want to go see? Or is his star power what it used to be? Yes. Because, I mean, he is definitely a name that anybody you could say Brad Pitt and some people know who that is. But is he still making quality movies that you want to go see? Or are you just going to see it because it's his name? Because I feel some of his movies have been kind of dropping off a little bit there. I like a more active Brad Pitt. Okay. Like uh, maybe a, a Fight Club Brad Pitt or some type of. I want him to. I want to see more action from him mm-hmm. moving forward. I want to see more Tom Cruise out of him. Right, <laughs> like Brad Pitt's the yeah. guy that you're like. You should still be like, doing these. Why? Why are you? Why are you resting? Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but but he's never really been like that huge action guy. But I feel like about, he well, could I guess be. Mister and Miss Smith. Yeah, exactly. Like he's well, got in Glorious it. Bastards, it's a good one where it's action and not at the same time. It's like an action drama. Yeah. So and he could do Fury. more. He so could do his own franchise was. of yeah. something. And, but it just needs to be good mm-hmm. action. Lots but I also enjoyed him in the Ocean Bloody. Uh, series too. Oh as well. yeah, see, exactly. Like he's good yeah. yeah, like that that type of thing. I would I want to see more of that. Yeah. All right, Richie. I uh, we're gonna get Brad Pitt on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him. Tweet at him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's a thing you could actually do. Uh, coming in number five, running out of box office this week, is a film that Carrie Lane saw as well. So we'll hear I her did. thoughts about that. It was the uh, was Arrival, another eleven point two five million dollars from Paramount Pictures. Yeah. So uh, Frank and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, and I felt it was just kind of meh. <laughs> I didn't think it was a bad movie, but it was not a great movie. Uh, it just, I it is definitely a slow burn the entire time. Really. Uh, there are some aspects about it that are really cool, though. So I was telling somebody, I'm like, well, it's not bad, it's not great, but there's some things that I really was like, oh, that's cool, great choice, da da da. But I wasn't wowed. I've seen, and yeah, we like you mentioned before, Frank, like if you've seen Contact, if you've seen Close Encounters, Third Kind, you've already seen this kind of movie. Um, I mean, Amy Adams is great, too, um, but. You did not buy Jeremy Renner you know, as an astrophysicist. Oh, that was the other you? thing too. Um, Jeremy Renner, his character semi wasted on him as that actor. They could have had anybody else in that role. Yes, uh, it's a thankless it, role. Yes, it, uh, I thought he was fine. He was entertaining. He was kind of the comedic relief to her. Uh, but he could have been anybody, and I would have been fine with it. Yeah. And. I, <laughs> oh, World War Z two is coming. Okay, you're <laughs> all so excited. This guy <laughs> getting so pumped this is in the chat. Uh, mentions World War Z. Oh, Media Shock is, is not liking my reaction to it. No, it just, I felt I wasn't super excited. Uh, it isn't, 
the movie's told in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll give it that. And I mean, the like how they end up communicating is cool. But uh, I, I've always kind of interest. I've never I never took like linguistics, but I've always been interested in language. So the language aspect of the movie wasn't a novelty to me. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm them trying to figure out language and whatever. And I'm like, no, I've had these moments of like you communicate with people and figure out ways, and you can't talk. All right, fine. Um, and it, I don't know. It just was there a payoff when you left the, the theater? No. See, I was very. I wasn't when, like. I feel these, satisfied. When these movies happen, I often wonder to myself, who was excited about this? Oh. The, 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 the concept of the movie was excited uh, the trailer makes it exciting but the trailer's all the exciting moments and then okay there's another thing spoiler Trickery. but not spoiler there's just things that people do that are the stupid seen it so many times trope I, I was so not surprised when that happened yeah. and I was like well darn you screwed it for everybody else thank you uh, moments and you're just like Ugh. uh I just, I think it could have, I don't know what it would have made it better. I just, or I felt Amy Adams' detachment in it. I couldn't attach to her because she was so just in a haze the whole time. Uh, you know, I just couldn't yeah. really relate to her. Maybe as the movie went on, I kind of was like, okay, cool. I, I like you and I want to know more. But I was just like, mm. <laughs> I uh, uh. Did you get distracted? Because I felt it so distracting was Forrest Whitaker's accent that he takes, that he adopts for this role. I found it so distracting. I was like, "Why are you talking like this, Forrest Whitaker?" What did I, you? What I, I don't think I. He really just has that. some kind of affectation to his the way he talks that it's not Forrest Whitaker. Oh, he has uh, a little something to it where you're just like, "Oh, what is this?" No, I, that didn't really bother me. Uh, and his character is fine, but again, he's another person. It's like they just threw someone famous in because he's not in it that much either. Yeah, I, I felt like or I, like he's someone that was cool because what you saw him, it was good. Uh, but Jeremy, it was kind of like. Eh. Yeah, I felt like yeah, Jeremy Renner. The, yeah, that that role seemed like he was yes. too big of a star to be in that role. Uh, sorry, I'm just like yes to the tra- comments in the chat. Um, trailer makes it seem like a movie that it's not. It's uh, not an action movie at all. Uh, this is very true. I think it's yes. Movie is very visually stunning. Uh, concept is, you know, not original, but that's fine. Uh, there are plenty of movies that aren't original, but just their take on it could be what's unique. I just. No, it's just frustrating when you get when you're ahead. Uh, when you're, I don't know if movie. I was necessarily ahead. I just don't know if I cared. Mm. See, you know, and I didn't leave going. That was a good movie. I, I I'm happy I saw that. Like Moana, I left. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Fantastic. Even Fantastic Beasts. I was like, all right, that was cool. Doctor Strange. I'm like, that was cool. I'm good. But this one, I kind of felt like I need a palate cleanser. I need to go Ooh, watch something else and yeah. a drink. No, I wanted. Yeah, you know. I wanted to like it more, especially the stuff that I was reading before I saw it. Really built it up, especially yeah. at the end. Like, you're gonna cry. I had at the a end. clue. Something told me this is not going anywhere. What is the movie? When oh, I saw the yeah. previews, I was just like, something. I, I feel like something's awry here. Hmm. And that's why Richie Sky made sure he bet properly. I mean, I love so sci-fi. I love sci-fi movies. Don't get me wrong. I love alien movies. I love sci-fi movies, and I'm good with slow burn movies. That's totally fine. I just felt this one, there. Wasn't a lot to really like get your teeth sunk into and be like, I'm invested. I want to know what's going to happen. If it's Uh, a slow burn, it has to be a big payoff. Yes, I mean you finally get to see the aliens, and that was kind of cool. But Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. uh, Speaking of aliens, we've got Media Shack there in the chat talking of action alien movies. Alien Covenant trailer will be coming out soon. 
which uh, the, the more I keep hearing about that film does make me intrigued to see what that's going to be like. Mm. So Yes, don't let movies... Uh, I don't think... Uh, someone said in the chat, don't let movies hype it up for you. Uh, thank you, Alvin. I, 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 this movie wasn't necessarily hyped for me. I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. I just... Um, I think they sold it as more than it was. Which, yeah. that's the other make or break, too. So many trailers pitch the movie differently than what it is. And then you go in expecting it. Trickery. The one that I hate it... Okay, there we go. Here's a panel question, and for you guys, too. What trailer ruined the movie for you because it advertised it one way, and then you saw that, and you're like, no, that's not what I want to go see? Uh, For me, it was The Fountain, because it made it seem like, oh, this is a romantic story of people being together through different time periods. Maybe not necessarily linearly. That's linearly. Sorry. Uh, But that's fine. But it was like, here's a love that lasted through time. That is not what that movie's about. It's so, like, just weird. (laughs) And it's cool in its own way. But that's not what I went to see. And I was like, I hate this movie. So you guys, go. Man, Mine to... was X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah? That was <laughs> really? too high for you? <laughs> what? Wait, what's the, how did the trailer ruin that one? I just feel like the trailer gave me more than the movie did. Okay. Okay. The, the trailer was better mm-hmm. than the movie was. Okay. Not that the movie was bad, but I saw the trailers and I'm thinking, <gasps> okay. I see the movie and I was like, well, I saw this already. Mm. Well, Told you too much? You, Huh? I don't think it was too much. I think it okay. oversold the movie. Mm. Yeah, because they, they show you the cool, fun moments, and then your mind just kind of fills in the gaps, yeah, thinking, so like, like, this oh is what it's going to be. This is going to yes. happen. The stakes are going to be high. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, yeah. there's no stakes here. Yeah. What about it's just friend? a good action no, we movie. Just, yeah, we, just see, we see Magneto just standing in a sphere. Mm. Exactly. Movie, like, like, are you serious? Oh, that, was a, that was a snooze. What about you, Frank? Uh, man, I'm trying to think of something recently that's done it. I, I feel like... More often than not, uh, movies that I'm kind of maybe on the fence about, I see the trailer and when they, I feel like I get the whole gist of the story from that. I'm like, thank you for saving me, you know, two hours and you know, ten bucks or fourteen bucks for uh, yeah. this because now I don't need to see it because you've told okay. me everything about this film. Yeah. Which, oof, yeah, some of those are. I like a trailer that shows you one long scene. Mm-hmm. Mm. A really, really good scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you can just like, oh my god, I've got to see this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or do you enjoy, uh, and I'm trying to, I know some films occasionally they'll shoot something just specially for the trailer. And that's I it. like that. I've had both. I've had it where it was my favorite joke, it's in the trailer, and it's not in the movie, or a thing that's in the trailer, I'm like, that was so stupid, and then it's and then I'm upset to see the movie, and it's not in the movie anyways. And you're like, <sighs> <laughs> or you're waiting for that scene, you're like, did I miss it? And then yeah. you're like, it's not even in the movie. Do you, feel, do you feel like everything you see in a trailer, I mean, it should be in the film? Not necessarily, but if it's that good, it should be. Because if it's not that good, you're missing it. You're kind of like, that thing I really liked in the trailer, why isn't it in the movie? But then you run into the danger, like... uh, Like Overdone? uh, Or like Suicide Squad, where everybody reacted so insanely positively to the trailer... That they, when the studio realized, like, wow, that's not the movie we have. That trailer is definitely selling something oh. that we don't have. They, then you get into the stories about the selling recuts. Selling the Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the, 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 the trailer well, team coming in. Well, then that's They advertise the wrong thing. It's selling a Joker that yeah. we just don't have in this movie. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. even when they were making the movie, always, always, you know, like, Jared Leto. Yeah. Everywhere. Gold teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the chat dealing about films that got you excited or trailers that got you excited Max Steele uh, got <laughs> Media Shack really hyped a little throwback to uh, Quinn Skillion who still needs to see that film mm. wherever it may be Max Steele well, we, we can't wait to hear Quinn's recap of that film oh there you go thank you Alvin the trailer has to represent the movie tone wise and right. then uh, I agree like you can put then fine do different scenes but the trailer should still be the same tone that the film is mm. because like 
you know, there's certain movies that you, if you advertise it wrong, you're just like, whoa, I came for this movie and that's not it. Mm. And neither it's really good and then you're like, that's fine. Or, you know, sometimes you are in the mood for a certain kind of movie and if it's not that, you're just like, well, that's mm-hmm. not what I came here yeah. for. Anyway. Uh, now, hey, hopping over, uh, that was our domestic box office, but we'll talk a little bit about the international mm-hmm. numbers. How are our movies doing around the world, folks? Uh, the second week overseas, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them zoomed past the $300 million mark. Mm. Uh, and so far, it's got a $317.5 million of the offshore turnstiles. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, got $474 million global tally thus far. So basically, last week's uh, industry projections suggested that Beast had an ultimate shot of upwards of $700 million globally. And looks to be uh, on track for that. The second frame was worth $132 million in 67 markets, including strong openings in China and Japan. Now, also in China was uh, was Moana. Yeah, it got to sixteen point three million dollars with encouraging response, uh, which actually uh, has is following a similar pattern that Frozen and Big Hero Six did when it opened up in those markets. Mm-hmm. And in other Disney news, Marvel's Doctor Strange crossed over six hundred million dollars mar- uh, six hundred million dollars mark with a total of six hundred and sixteen million dollars worldwide. Hmm. It's basically four hundred and ten point nine million dollars overseas and two hundred and five point one in domestic. It's uh, pushing to the top ten of 2016 wow. domestically, internationally, and globally. So even though Richie Sky just hated Doctor Strange, just spent all this time just like, hating on this film. <laughs> I just want, I, I felt like I was a little underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed with Ant Man too, so it's, not, it's fine. Uh, ooh, I, I feel like uh, out of the two, I, I was more satisfied with Ant Man than I was with Doctor Strange. See? There you go. Yeah. Oh, I, I fell loved asleep Ant-Man. in Ant Man. Okay, fair enough. Ant Man, yeah. really? I did. I felt. <gasps> I have no idea what happened. I fell asleep, and next thing I knew, it was like they were fighting <gasps> at the end. I <laughs> loved Ant Man. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I definitely fun. enjoyed that. Yes, very funny too. Especially for all uh, everything they heard about going into it with Edgar Wright and all the issues with that. You had. I was like, man, this is probably not going to be very good. Actually, that was one I didn't know much about, and I really liked it. So oh, okay. there you go. Well, there you way. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And also, another opening this weekend, Allied, uh, opened up in 23 international, market, international markets and got $9.4 million. Mm. So, folks, not as we're talking much. about the box office bet, we only have one film to be betting on, and that is going to be the film Incarnate, a horror film opening up in 1,500 theaters. Uh, the star of that film, Aaron Eckhart, of course, we'd like to do a little retrospective of somebody that's in one of the upcoming films this week, and since he's the star of Incarnate, Let's do a little look back at Aaron Eckhart's top five opening Hmm. box office films there. Coming in at number five, Aaron Brockovich from 2000, 28.1 million. Never saw that movie. movie. Oh, no, it's really good. It's a cute movie. Yeah? It's good. All right. That's all right. Uh, Coming in at number uh, number four, Olympus Has Fallen back in 2013 at 30.3. I did not see that. I. Carrie. I need you to go home go watch, tonight. That's my homework and for next go week. Go oh, watch okay. it and then immediately watch London Has Fallen. Richie, mm-hmm. I'll second that. Okay, like, <laughs> dude, thank why, you. Why, do, um, why does or what is it? White House Has Fallen. House Has Fallen. I can't. Olymp- Olympus, Olympus Has Fallen. fallen. Sorry, it's then, because White House but down it's the White House. came yeah. out came out at the same time. It did, time, and so Olympus Has Fallen totally it's, murders that movie. Okay. It's Die Hard in the White House. It's okay. amazing. Nice. Well, that's like you know Armageddon and Deep Impact came out at the same time. So yeah, I felt like. Did you like both though? Both the no, nah, just Olympus. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, if you saw I one, then you on would Netflix. like. I, I don't even need to see this other one, but okay. I, I watched it anyway. But yeah. I feel like the thing that bugged me most. I know about London has fallen is on Netflix. Uh, Olympus has fallen is Aaron Eckhart as a president. Man, he some of the character choices that he made in there just bugged the heck out of me. Oh, okay. Well, you know, a weird one I loved him in that's not on here is Thank You for Smoking. Oh. That's okay. a really yeah. good movie if you guys haven't seen that one. 
Have you guys seen that one? No. I <gasps> did. I'm still concerned. It's really good. It's very interesting. What? Really go watch Olympus is Fallen. Oh, That's right. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Richie's guy wants you to know anything. Uh, Richie's guy and Mark, please go see Olympus is Fallen. Okay. Please. You owe it to yourselves. Fine. You will thank, thank us later. Okay. But, but when Aaron Eckhart's president kind of bugs you, just know that, yeah, you're not alone. Okay. He, yeah, but was, look at was, everything else that happens. Okay. Yeah, but man, he just. I'll remember uh, your words, Frank. Yeah, yeah, that president, come on, get along with okay. that. Okay. Uh, coming in, number three, Sully. Uh, hmm. with uh, Tom Hanks as well came out uh, September of this year 50, uh, $35 million it's opening weekend hmm. I, oh, I, I still haven't seen that Some I didn't see it I, and I don't feel any rush to go see no, it me neither me neither mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wait till it comes to me probably yep. not mm-hmm. Number two, Battle Los Angeles, uh, 2011 from Sony Pictures, $35.5 million. Dollars. That Did not see That's this. when the aliens storm Los Angeles and then they have to try to take it back. I don't uh, think I saw that one. I didn't see this. It, it wasn't bad. It was, it was an alright movie. Like a it, cool it, action well, movie thing? No, it was, it was okay. It, it certainly, uh, I was more hyped to see it than then saw the film and I was like, eh, it was alright. Well, if I saw it, it's not good enough that I remember. <laughs> yeah. No. Was, uh, and then uh, number one, uh, probably no surprise when you think about Aaron Eckhart's career there. Uh, yep. The Dark Knight, 2008, $158.4 million. Hmm. Great movie. Yeah, but you know, I felt like. So many plots. I again, I feel like that was a, a a movie that could have been split. I would have rather seen the third film be the the fall of Harvey Dent becoming Two Face. I feel like they that was, seemed like too much to add to the Dark Knight. It was. It was oh, a lot. Okay. That's why it, yeah. it, was, it was way too much. No, I rather would have sure. had him in the front or the first film just as as Harvey Dent, and then we see maybe at the end of the film that's when he gets scarred, and then we can spend the third movie just seeing the descent. Because sure. as much as I love that movie, I felt like it was never going to end. Yeah, you know, mm. I, and I feel like I get frustrated with, and same thing like with Doctor Strange, we talked about Green Lantern, it's where mm-hmm. you set up this really interesting dynamic between two people in the film, and then the, somebody makes a heel turn uh, at the end of it, and I feel like it's such a great dynamic that we could spend a whole other film mm. watching that mm-hmm. friendship kind of just fracture, mm-hmm. and instead that it always gets just kind of rushed in the first one. Like, man, I always get disappointed on that when they, when they kind of feel like they escalate it too quickly. Yeah, mm. I agree. It's a good point. Well, thanks, guys. I, I, I need your validation, so mm-hmm. I appreciate it. And we're here for that. <laughs> so, uh, folks, as we're, uh, we're getting ready to do our box office bet, before we do that, I, I, I guess I'm always used to reaching out to the chat room to keep their bets go, or their picks going, but we'll be doing Incarnate in just a moment. But before we do that, we'll do our little box office predictions of next week's top five. Of course, the only film that's in contention to try to take a place in the top five is Incarnate. A mm. horror film starring Aaron Eckhart, 1,500 theaters. Mm-hmm. Now, with 1,500 theaters under its belt, do you think it has a chance of cracking the top five? Mm. Uh, Richie Sky, can you see that happening? Um, uh, shall I give you my top five? Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to say Moana's number one. Fantastic Beast, number two. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Doctor Strange is number three. Okay. I'm going to say that Incarnate may come in fourth. Really? And then Allied. Mm. Interesting. All right. Because yeah, I, I did that right, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, me... I just, just knocked out a rival. Yeah, me, honestly, I don't okay, know if yeah. I... With only 1,500 theaters, I don't know if I really see this top five changing. Mm-hmm. For next week, but I don't know if you guys. I, Richie clearly thinks differently. Carrie, do you feel it's the same a horror way? movie? There are no other uh, horror movies in there. I, I d- yes, horror movies do well as we've seen in the past. Um, but this one, you know, it's funny. Of I kind of was like, wait, which one is this one? And then I read the description. I'm like, ah, that trailer actually looked kind of interesting. Maybe yeah, uh, is a kind of a. It's not a brand new, fresh take on the possession and 
exorcism like subgenre. It's a sub subgenre in horror, sure. Uh, but it had some new stuff that I was like, maybe it could be interesting. Yeah, but I just still, I still. I'm feel not like, rushing to yeah. the theater to see it, but I'm curious. <laughs> you might. Do be. you think it'll crack the top five, <laughs> Carrie Lane? Uh, I do think Moana is going to stay up there. Wait, wh- did you think Moana was number one again? Uh huh. Okay. I was looking at Battlefield Los Angeles, and I was like, nope, didn't see that one. <laughs> uh, and then I was looking at the thing, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, uh, you know, I think it could, uh, if only because Arrival might fall off and it'll be five. Um, if nothing else is coming out, you know, I think it's going to stay the same. I'll stay with Moana as number one, Fantastic Beasts two. Uh Mm, Doctor Strange and Allied are actually really close, all things considered. Uh, but let's, I'd say the same, Doctor Strange arrived, Allied, <laughs> and then um, Incarnate. Wow. Maybe Tacked huh? on 5. Like, I think it could make top 5, but if top 5 right now arrives only 11 million, so doesn't need to make much to get up there. Exactly. Just a double digit, pretty much. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen? Nope. All right. Top 5 are staying the exact same way. Okay. There's going to be no sorry incarnate. Uh, and in fact, that brings us, of course, to the box office bet portion of this mm-hmm. episode. Now, as always, the box office bet works. We're going to be betting on the actual box office of the opening weekend of one of the films. In this case, uh, we only have incarnate to bet on. Mm. The one that gets closest gets bragging rights. Gets uh, you talk about how awesome they are and their prognosticating abilities. The loser, the one that's furthest away from the actual total of the box office, will have to go see that film and tell us all about it. So, we'll just take a moment here and write down what our, uh, in our handy little uh, phones here, our prediction for what we think Incarnate, starring Aaron Eckhart, a horror film dealing with possession and stuff, opening in 1,500 theaters, will do this coming weekend at the box office. Mm. Right, we're all like, ugh. All right. <laughs> you know uh. what, though? Funny thing with picking as number five, it still could not do amazing and still do well. All right. All right. Here we go. Richie Sky. 9.5. 9.5. Carrie Lane. 7. <laughs> I did 7 too. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Look at us. That's the second time we've yes. been the same. Uh, Carrie and I are, are very much mind melding during Apparently the Apparently on this one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. More well, often. sad thing is it could be 7 and be number 5. Maybe. There have been some on our top five that are not even a double digit. Yeah, I mean, it's a slow movie week. Oh, which is yeah. surprising for the first week know. of December. I thought there would be a little bit more action at the box well, office. Well, there's a I lot going to it. be coming out. Oh, for sure. Come yes. Ro- I don't know if so it's been Rouge One. Did you guys buy your tickets already? I've seen a lot of people like, I bought my Rogue One tickets, and they like all freaking out and everything. I'm like, I'll be going, but I'm not quite like, ah. Oh, all right. Uh, and Assassin's Creed, I'm actually really excited about that one. No? Yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, in terms of the box office, or our chat room there, uh, Drew Scala says, Richie, Ooh. saddle up. All right. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, it's a horror movie, so I'm never yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Okay. If I lose, that, that's fine. Are you excited to go see it? I well, really after the trailer, I am. I, I okay. hadn't actually seen the trailer before, to be very right? honest with you, yeah. until I started investigating, and I'm like, okay, you know, this doesn't look too bad. Yeah. And the funny uh, thing with that one, did anybody remember seeing ads for it a while ago? Like, that's a movie, I remember ads for it, like, maybe a month well, or two I or more. I think it was supposed to come out in September. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I've seen ads for that and yeah, I forgot about it. because one trailer said oh, September and another okay. trailer said December. Okay. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's like, I like Aaron yeah. Eckhart, but I feel like after uh, uh, The Core did not do so well, I feel yeah. like he just, his box office cachet. You are not going to blame him. <laughs> 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 who, who else are you going to blame? 
I don't know. All right. It's going to yeah. do well. Uh, Everybody it, go see it. There you go. It, it looks like everyone's under agreement, though, that Richie's guy. is coming back? What? Sorry, that was someone in the chat. I'm like, Sky whoa. Patterson Sky is great no, to I don't think so. <laughs> we'll come back at number four. That's only, And the whole time we've been doing box office breaking, which admittedly has not been that long, uh, only one week has something come back into the top five. Which was, oh, Peace Dragon. Yes. That, that jumped back into the right. top five one week. So, well, it's one of those that maybe people missed it and they didn't see it yet and they'll come back. All right. So we'll see if Scott Patterson uh, is correct with that. Uh, <laughs> but it feels like, I, I think the general can, the, the tone of the chat room says that, Richie Sky, get ready. Get your popcorn ready. I don't know. Sky is in agreement with me. Ooh, well, Sky that's is why saying you, 10 million. Well, Sky is saying that because he wants to go with you. Holla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't be alone in the theater. All right. I mean... Yeah, it's one of those is hard. Because there's just not much. But there is a lot on awesome TV lately, too. So There you go. I'm excited on all the TV stuff that's going on and new TV shows coming out, too. Uh, check that out on our Me new uh, yes. yeah, 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 TV show breakdown. No, no. Those, you can go watch the individual shows that we do, too, which there's a lot of those. Uh, but there's a lot of... We, we've talked about trailers already for stuff coming out. Um, Actually, one that's seen a trailer, and we, I just saw one today, so, and what do you guys think of it, is uh, Why Him? Uh, oh, the uh, Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston and, and James Franco. Yes. Uh, looks interesting. Uh, seen maybe. It. I don't know. I oh, mean, you haven't seen a trailer? Hmm. He's got a tattoo made, but he tattooed the whole family on, on his... Uh, oh, I have thing. seen that. I've seen I, I'm making a stink face right now, if you guys are listening. I don't think it's... I'm like, no. It's not... It, it, that's not the film I'm rushing out to see. I, if no. it comes to me, I'll watch it, but I'm not I mean, I, I love... I love the people in it, but just the concept is just like, let's put people in awkward situations, and then we'll laugh at how awkward and uncomfortable it is. Like, mm. that's the kind of comedy it is, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, some people like that that kind of like uncomfortable stuff. That is a certain style of comedy that you either like or Ugh. it just creeps you out so much that you just can't bother. It's that's like, creepy. I don't want to watch this. Well, yeah, you just no. want to watch it. It's just like, Whatever. Well, look at that, folks. Uh, all right, Sky Patterson, Richie Sky is King Bay. As always, uh, we love how much uh, love Richie Sky gets in the chat room, and how much love Carrie gets in the comments. There you go. Yeah. And uh, you know, guys, I'm here too. Okay. Aww. Oh, thank you. <laughs> chat room is like why him looks like garbage. I agree. It just looks. Ugh. I feel that's gonna be a certain type of group that's gonna. Like, they'll think it's funny. The and people that leave Bad Santa are going to go see that. Yeah, there you go. We will see. Maybe. All right. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown here on mm-hmm. Popcorn Talk. But as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks so much, everybody, for hopping in the chat. We love having you interact with us every single week. If you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Richie Sky, where can they find you? Guys can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. And you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Uh, we'll see you next week with another hot, super hot, boiling hot oh boy. edition of Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn <laughs> Talk. <laughs> see you next week, everybody. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.